0: Hallelujah. Are you happy for being the house of the Lord in your dad's house? Hallelujah. Every time I come, I come to this place, my heart comes full of joy. Because it's so good to be in God's presence. So good to experience these miracles. And please, share with us. The miracle that God did in your life. Amen. Share with us. Because uh, I am listening from from many of our brothers and sisters. And they are sharing. Oh God healed me. My body. God healed my life. And uh, and please share your testimony. That may the Lord can receive all the glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. And we are here, we are in the series The Holy Spirit. And um, are you enjoying this series? Yeah? Hallelujah. Yeah, God God is visiting our church. And uh, for me, there is nothing more important, my brothers, than a church filled with the Holy Spirit. There is nothing more important than that. This is the reason I am preaching and teaching the church. Because if we do not believe in the Holy Spirit, if we do not have this relationship with the Holy Spirit, we're going to be dead monuments. Just no life. Just uh, cold and dead monuments. And we need this fire of the Holy Spirit. Amen? All right. And also last Sunday... We had a great time here in church. Amen? Did you you were here? Was here? Yeah? Hallelujah, yeah. Listen, we had a great time. And um, God visited us. The Holy Spirit was poured out upon our lives. And many people here was baptized. Uh, Many people was baptized in the Holy Spirit. And it was... Wonderful. We are thinking. Is there some problem? Uh, honey. Please. The, the. <clears throat> then we. And also many people. They were baptized. In the Holy Spirit. And I heard the testimonies of people. Saying it's different. From each person. Some people told me that it was wonderful. Some people said. That they felt uh, great love of God being poured over their lives. I saw some of them crying, receiving the Holy Spirit. And, uh, and then some people said they felt some mixture of fire and electricity <laughs> going to their bodies. I know what, what is this. Because I remember when I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. It was wonderful time. And um, and some people, some of them said um, they were shaking so much, they were not able to drive home <laughs> just because of the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, then it was wonderful. And this is the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Amen? This is the baptism. And it's not the baptism. It's when the Holy Spirit comes, not on because some people, they are baptized, but some people, they are filled with the Holy Spirit. You can have just a little of the Holy Spirit, you can have half, or you can be filled. Amen? And the music, Daniel. no way? The, the, the instrumental, no? Not working, today not working, the things here. <laughs> okay, no problem. <clears throat> But if you did not receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit, or if you, did not, if you did, didn't speak in tongues, my brother, no problem. Because for me to be baptized in the Holy Spirit took at least one year. Praying, asking God, and the Bible says, those who seek will find. Those who ask, receive. Amen. And if you didn't receive, no problem. You can come to us. You can ask to your pastor. Pastor, please pray for me. I want, I want to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Because you need to, to be thirst to receive. If you didn't receive, no problem. Keep praying. And God's going to visit you. I know. Amen? And also today's message is, why did you receive the Holy Spirit? Why did you receive the Holy Spirit, my brothers? This is the the message today. Do you know why? Do you know why did you receive the Holy Spirit? Because no, now I have the Holy Spirit inside of me. Now I am full of the Holy Spirit. It's much more than that. The Bible says, my brothers, the Holy Spirit... Only comes to testify and to glorify one person. Or right. attention. The Bible said the Holy Spirit comes just to glorify one person. And His name is Jesus Christ. This is why did you receive the Holy Spirit? This is the first and the main reason. And when he comes, he comes to testify and to glorify one person, Jesus Christ. I want to read John 15:26 that says, "But when the helper comes, whom I, sh- I shall send to you from the Father, the spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify." of me hallelujah or the holy spirit jesus said when you receive the holy spirit the holy spirit will testify of me or the holy spirit my brothers he doesn't come to glorify a ministry or a minister or a pastor a preacher Right. He comes to glorify Jesus Christ. He comes to testify about Jesus. Amen? This is the reason. But is in your relationship with the Holy Spirit. With this relationship with the Holy Spirit. is going to bring you. To draw you. To Jesus Christ. If you do not develop this intimacy, you are not going to be intimate with Jesus Christ. Because only the Holy Spirit can do that. And to make Jesus so real to you. And once Jesus becomes real to your heart. You will fall in love with Jesus. When you have this relationship with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit is going to draw you near to Jesus. And He will become your treasure. He will become your passion. Please, don't look around. Please, keep looking in front. I know the people, they are moving on the back. But it is important that you can receive what god has for you today because when the when the holy spirit comes he he moves in our life and jesus become our treasure what is your great passion please put the music down a bit please is going to be your passion and your reward and he will become the reason why you live. This is the point. Is Jesus the reason that are you living? Are you sure? Is Jesus the reason why are you living? In, in this world, my brothers, there are people who are very passionate about sports do you know some people who are passionate for sport in brazil we are crazy about football yeah and you know there is people that they are passionate about music or passionate for technology i know some people they love technologies computers Games. Some people, they are passionate by games. Or even their job. They are passionate. They love what they are doing. But my brothers, the foundation, the foundation of your life or the primary purpose and passion of your life should be the person of Jesus Christ. Nothing can be in front of Him. He should be the first and the last. When you wake up, the first one. And you go to bed, the last one. He should be your passion. But only when we have this relationship with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit make Jesus real. Some people, they don't know even if Jesus is real. My brothers, I know what I am talking. When I am in my room, sometimes I can feel His presence, His perfume, or that He is there. But only when we have this intimacy with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, He doesn't speak about Himself. No. The Holy Spirit house. Says Jesus, Jesus. When you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you are going to worship Jesus. The foundation of your life and the primary purpose of your life should be the person of Jesus Christ. Amen? If your passion, my brother, if your passion... Is something else. You are missing the number one reason. That you were created. If you have another passion in your life. If you are seeking more on other things than Jesus. You are missing the main reason that you were created. This is why many people they are depressed. Sad. The things that doesn't go well in their life. Because the Bible says when he is the first one, the Bible says Matthew six thirty three, seek him in the first place, and everything you need he's going to give you. But some people they are seeking things, and you should seek him. I'm going to ask again: Is he your great passion? Are you sure? Is he your number one? Our greatest passion in this world should be the presence of Jesus. To know Him, to have intimate intimate relationship with Him. This should be our greatest passion. If you have another passion, something is wrong in your life. Sorry. When, When you have this intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit... Jesus Christ becomes your greatest passion. Yeah. If you are alive, if you are here, if you sometimes say amen. Because amen means I agree with you, pastor. If you don't say anything, means that you don't agree. <laughs> okay? When you have this intimate relationship with the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ becomes your greatest passion passion hallelujah is he your passion my brother without him I am lost my life has no meaning without him without Jesus and how can you know him it's what I am preaching for four, five weeks and today the last message of the series Of course, I'm not going to stop talking about the Holy Spirit because it's impossible. But I am finishing this series now. But you need to to get something from this series. Because the Bible, if you are just listeners, listening, 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 but not doers, nothing is going to happen in your life. This is the primary purpose that we received the Holy Spirit that is to glorify Jesus Christ. Amen. This is the main purpose. That out of the Holy Spirit. The main purpose that we received here. Is to glorify Jesus Christ. But there is another point. Or the second steps. Why did you receive the Holy Spirit? Let's read the book of Acts. Chapter 1, verse 8. 1-8. It says, But you will receive power. Amen? You are going to receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my Witness telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, through Judea, Samaria, and at the ends of the earth. Or, my brothers, the second point the first one is when you receive the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ becomes your greatest passion, you fall in love with Him, and there is no Nothing more important than His presence. But the second thing. The Holy Spirit baptizes you. And you receive the Holy Spirit. So you can be His witness. Are you Jesus' witness? Are you Jesus' witness? Jesus said, my brother. You will receive power. When the Holy Spirit will come upon you and you shall be my witnesses, not gossipers, not gossipers, witnesses, not easily offended, witness, not complainers, witness, not debaters, debate with people, but witness. You are going to receive the power of the Holy Spirit and you will be my witness. And you know, my brother, of course, that you cannot be a witness of something you have not seen. Right? Right? You cannot be a witness of something that you have not seen, heard, or experienced. This is the point. I'm going to repeat again. You cannot be a witness of something you have not seen. You have not heard. And you have not experienced. Why many people they are not witness? Because they didn't see. They didn't heard, And they didn't experience. This encounter with a hand. Because when you receive, you cannot shout your mouth. When you are filled of the Holy Spirit, you are witness, testimonies of Jesus. You go everywhere making disciples. This is the second main reason, reason. we become witness of Jesus. Are you a witness? What you have seen? Are you talking to others? You can only be a witness of if you have seen something, heard something, and experienced some things. When the Holy Spirit comes, He releases His power. The power will cause things to happen that I have a testimony of. Okay? You are going to have one testimony. And you are going to be witness. And you are not going to shut out your mouth. Because you are witness. You saw something. You had one experience. And the people at your school. What they are listening from you. The people in your job. What they are listening from you. The people who lives around you. What they are listening Because you are a witness. The witness have to talk about what they saw, they heard, or what they experienced. I didn't become a pastor to make money. I didn't become a pastor just to have a church. When I born again, I was 18 years old just. And I started making disciples. Preaching the gospel to my friends at school. Every school that I studied, I have just, I had disciples everywhere. Every place I lived, I make, I made disciples there. Every town I lived, I have dozens of disciples. All companies that I worked, I had I made a lot of disciples. Why? Because I am witness. Not because I was pastor. I wasn't pastor. I just was in love, in passion for Jesus. When you are in passion for Jesus. When you love Him. When you know that you are saved and they are going to hell. You are going to say, I need to do something because they are lost. They are going to hell and they are lost and I need to do something. I have heard, I have seen. I have experience of something and I need to tell to others. This is the reason you received the Holy Spirit. This is the reason you are speaking tongues. It's not to make you Pentecostal. It's to make you one missionary. Not to make you Pentecostal. This is the reason. To save others, to touch others. One day you are going to heaven, right? But many people, they are going to hell. And what you are doing? People who work with you. Maybe they are going to hell. What you are doing? Why did I receive the Holy Spirit? This is the word of today. Why did I receive the Holy Spirit? To be a witness. Of what I have seen, what I have heard, and what I have experienced. Please, I'm not here to accuse you. But is Jesus your number one? Is Jesus your greatest passion? When He is our greatest passion, we are going to start touching others. Are you making disciples? Jesus said, go and make disciples. You are testimony now. You are witness. What? You are talking to people. Or you are just telling jokes to people. Talking, talking, telling jokes. Where is your testimony, my brother? I am here preaching the gospel. Not because I wanted to be pastor. I was a businessman in Brazil. I didn't want to be pastor. I just became pastor because of God said to me. And gave me this ministry. But, but my greatest passion is to serve Him. And this is the reason I was filled with the Holy Spirit. And this is the reason. Amen? Did you receive the Holy Spirit? Do you have the Holy Spirit in your life? Glory to God. And for what? First thing, to make Jesus your passion. Amen? Because the Holy Spirit is going to testify about Jesus. Then you are going to your room and you are going to bow down and say, King of kings, Lord of lords, here I am. And you are going to bow down before him, before his presence, because the Holy Spirit is going to guide you. And your, your, your life was, you were filled with the Holy Spirit in order to be this witness before this lost world and after the baptism of the holy spirit if you develop this intimate relationship with the holy spirit he will start to develop your character okay after the baptism of the holy spirit if you develop this intimate relationship with the holy spirit the Holy Spirit will start to develop my character and your character. But after some time, also the Holy Spirit allows me to go into ministry. First, he started changing my character. Because I don't know you, but I was terrible in my life. And the Holy Spirit started changing my life. If And He's going to change your life if you allow it. If you spend time in His presence. When I say that He's going to transform your character and put you in ministry. When I say ministry, my brother, please remember. I'm not here in in the church because of my ministry. It's because I am a witness of Jesus Christ. Amen? Just because of that. And when I say ministry, I'm not talking about ministry in church. Ministry in church is easy to do, it's easy. But our ministry is not here in church, is outside the church. Then when I say ministry, I, I'm talking you as a child of God at home. How do you act at home in your house? In your job, in your school, in your daily life. Because some people, they are very Pentecostal in church. In church they say, Hallelujah! Glory to God! Hallelujah! They are very Pentecostal in church. In church they pray. In church they worship God. In church they raise hands. They dance. They sing to the Lord, but in their daily life, they are another person. Totally different from church. In their job, here in church, they are worshiping the Lord, giving glory to the Lord, but in their job, they are criticizing, they are complaining. They criticize church, criticizing other people, complaining about the rules, everything. Complaining, complaining, complaining about cell meeting, complaining about the leaders. They are gossipers, just talking, talking, talking about others. And I was easily offended. No, I'm not going to church because I'm offended. Not, I'm not going. Why? Why do some Christians... This is... Many people ask me this question. Many people. Why do some people receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit? They speak in tongues, but their lives are not transformed. <laughs> Have you heard that? <laughs> some people say, Pastor, Why? Some people, they speak in tongues. They are Pentecostal. They they, they they pray. But why their lives are not transformed? They are complainers. Always complaining about things. When you look to their face, they are not happy. Always biting people. Yeah, biting. Fight with people. In your house, in their job, around my brothers, I learned something in Jesus. My old man passed away, he's dead. But why? They are baptized in the Holy Spirit, they are speaking in tongues, but their lives are not, are not transformed. Why some people, the Holy Spirit is living inside of them, but don't they don't have the fruit of Of the spirit in their lives. Mm. Why? They they have the Holy Spirit inside. But they do not have the fruit of the spirit outside. They are not kind with people. They are not loving. They have no self-control. They are fighting. They don't control their mouth. Why? And some people, they are speaking tongues. That is very important, okay? I'm not criticizing speaking tongues. Speaking tongues is very important. But have no character. No character. And they are not nice people to live with. It's terrible. They speak in tongues, but they are not nice people to live together. Or to to work together. Or to be together. (laughs) Today, I'm not going to talk about the fruit of the Spirit. Because Pastor Fabiana, she has a tremendous word for next Sunday. About the fruit of the Spirit. That all of us needed. Amen? Yeah. For me, it's very, very important. Because if we are Christian, but we do not have the fruit of the Spirit in our lives. Sorry. We are nothing. But I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to preach about the fruit of the Spirit today. Because she's going to have a, a powerful word next to, next Sunday. And my brothers, the Holy Spirit, He has a gift for you. Amen? Look to the person next to you and say, the Holy Spirit has a gift for you. But it's not only the gift of tongue. Power and miracles is the gift of relationship. Amen? This is the gift. It's not... Of course, you are going to speak in tongues. It's very important. I'm going to speak more at the end of the word. But about speaking in tongue. But what we need is relationship. This relationship is going to produce the, the fruits. The Holy Spirit, my brothers. The Holy Spirit lives in you. This is important. The Holy Spirit lives in you. But... He doesn't operate in any kind of environment. Okay? The Holy Spirit lives in you, but He doesn't operate in any kind of environment or any kind of atmosphere. He lives in you, but in order for Him to produce fruits, He needs some kind of environment inside of you. Amen? My brothers if even the plants you know you can buy plants and these plants you buy cannot flourish or give fruits in any kind of soil amen you know <laughs> i try to plant here in ireland some fruits or some plants and don't flourish here why because the environment, the atmosphere, the weather don't, doesn't, don't help. It's simple. Like, and you know, you, can, you cannot grow oranges in Alaska, right? Or bananas, you cannot grow bananas in Ireland. Not because bananas hate Ireland. <laughs> no! It's because of Ireland's environment cannot sustain them. And they will quickly die here because they need sunshine. Amen? But you are going to say, Pastor mercy, but we have sunshine in Ireland. Yes, we have. But it's just once a week. Sometimes once a month, <laughs> we have sunshine here, and it it's not enough to grow banana. Amen. It's not enough to you can give plant banana, but this environment, this atmosphere, you are not going to eat banana. I'm sure. <laughs> what I'm speaking about, and my brothers, the presence, the presence of the. And the power of the Holy Spirit. This is so important. The presence and the power of the the Holy Spirit require a certain attitude. They require a sustainable atmosphere in order to produce fruit. It's simple. Amen? I think you understood very well. It's so simple. More simple than that, it's impossible. (laughs) And this is the same about us, my brothers. Some Christians have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. When? When some Christians have a relationship with the Holy Spirit? When? When they come to church. (laughs) Some Christians, they have a relationship with the Holy Spirit when they come to church. When they read the Bible, when they come to church. They sing to the Lord. They sing. Hear, hallelujah, when they come to church. And they are nice to others when they come to church. When they come to church, they come to you and say, Receive the peace of the Lord. Hallelujah, my brother. I love you. Kiss you. Yeah, they are nice to people in church. In church, they read the Bible. In church, they do. In church, they worship the Lord. Once a week. Once a week. They are doing good things. But it's not enough once a week. Amen? Or the presence of the Holy Spirit requires some attitudes. Not once a week, my brothers, but every day. My brothers, if you go to Brazil, you are going to have sunshine every day. (laughs) If you go to Australia, you are going to see a lot of oranges. Why? Sunshine every day. How is the sunshine in your life with the Holy Spirit? Tell me now. Are you a good Christian? In church, once a week. How are you in your job, in your house, with your wife, with your children, with your father, with your mother? Because being in church is easy. Hi, how are you? Love you, bro. How are you? Don't laugh. And our heart needs to be at a constant temperature for the Holy Spirit to produce It's fruit. Amen. Your heart needs this temperature every day. This constant temperature. Because sometimes you are in 40 degrees with the Lord. And sometimes you are minus 40. (laughs) You're totally cold. (laughs) Then you are (laughs) you're gonna kill your bananas and your oranges, and you're gonna kill the relationship with the Holy Spirit, and you are gonna destroy. The fruit of the spirit. Did you get my brothers? The fruit of the spirit that is peace, love, kindness, long-suffering, self-control. Just in this environment with the Holy Spirit every day. Could you say amen? Hallelujah. Okay, look to the person next to you because I think you need to make me to make the environment better. <laughs> say you need sunshine every day, but my brother. <laughs> Say you need the fire, the fire of the Holy Spirit every day. Not just here in church. You need the fire of the Holy Spirit in your job when you are working. <laughs> With your wife, your son, your father, your mother. Amen. Hallelujah. Because one day a week of sunshine is not enough to produce banana in Ireland. And one day a week with the Holy Spirit is not enough to produce fruit of the Spirit in our life. And the Holy Spirit, my brothers, He is with us. The Holy Spirit, He is with us. But we need to allow Him to give it the fruits. The fruit. He depends and, and desires that kind of atmosphere to be maintained. We need to maintain this. Like normally, you, you are going to see in greenhouses. Greenhouses they keep that temperature all time, day and night. Even outside, there is a cold weather. Inside of the greenhouse, is always the same temperature, and then you have fruits to it. You have lettuce, you have many kind of fruits, you that is produced inside of greenhouse. And you need to build a greenhouse for the Holy Spirit. Amen. Who are my brothers? The Bible says 1 Thessalonians 5:19. 1 Thessalonians 519 says, Do not quench the Holy Spirit. Mm. Can you quench the Holy Spirit? How can you quench or stop the work of the Holy Spirit in your life? How? When you bring cold environment into your heart, you quench and you grieve the Holy Spirit, my brothers. You grieve the Holy Spirit. When you, when you, the way you answer to people... The way you relate to people, the way you talk to people, then you are going to bring a cold environment. Then oh, cold environment, and also Ephesians 4:30 30 and 32 says, Do not grieve the Holy Spirit. Some translation says, do not make the Holy Spirit sad. Why? Because the way you are acting, the environment you are producing. Let's keep reading. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with whom we were sealed for the day of redemption. You were sealed. The Holy Spirit is inside of you for the day of redemption. And be careful. But how can you grieve Him? Let's keep reading. Never be bitter. Oh, never be bitter. Oh, sometimes I can. When I am stressed, when I am not okay, I can be bitter. No, never be bitter, because you can make you can grieve the Holy Spirit. Never be bitter, angry. Never be bitter. Never be angry or mad. Never shout. Never, what did I say? Never shout. How do you talk to people? How do you talk in your job? How do you talk with your mother, your father, your, your, your daughter, your son? How do you talk to them? Do used to shout? You are producing a cold environment. Never shout angry or say things that hurt. To hurt others. Are you hurting people? Never. And it doesn't matter if they are Christian or not, okay? Never hurt people. Never do anything evil. 32. Be what? Be kind. What is be kind? be kind, you know what is be kind you know, when you want to be kind you know what is be kind be kind and loving to each other but remember kindness is fruit of the spirit To loving people, it's a fruit of the spirit You you are not going to have if you do not develop this environment and Forgive each other the same as God forgave you through Christ. And also, don't keep anything in your heart. Do you have problem with people? Go and talk to them. Forgive them. If you don't forgive, you are in trouble. If you don't forgive, then you have no forgive. You can come to church. You can cry in church. You can pray in church. But if you do not forgive others, if you have trouble, if you are if you others... You are in trouble. Never be bitter. Angry or mad. Never shout in anger. Watch your mouth. Never say things that hurt others. Be kind and love to each other. And we need each other. And we need to have fellowship with our brothers and sisters. Forgive each other the same God forgave you. Remember, if you don't forgive others. You don't have forgiveness for your sins. If you cannot restore please is that, if you not can restore broken relationship with people, you are quenching and destroying your relationship with the Holy Spirit. okay you are destroying the relationship if you have this problem with people and don't solve the problem. It's not Pastor Mars it's the Bible that says the presence of the Holy Spirit requires constant, And consistent temperature. Amen? The presence of the Holy Spirit, I'm going to repeat again. Require constant, not one day there, another day there, no. Constant and consistent temperature in our hearts for the Holy Spirit to produce its fruit. We all receive the same Holy Spirit at our salvation we all you don't have a junior spirit a child spirit (laughs) you have a the holy spirit every one of us received the holy spirit at our salvation but the challenge is how to establish a relationship with the holy spirit that we receive (laughs) it some people have more of the holy spirit no you don't have a junior Holy Spirit. And some pastor have a oh, adult Holy Spirit. No. It's the same. The Bible says the same Spirit that rose Jesus from death. He dwells in you. Amen. It's the same. But the problem is. How we relate with the Holy Spirit. Some people. They are just. Using the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Some people they are in church. Just using the Holy Spirit. To be blessed. I want you to be blessed. My family needs to be blessed. And they are to prosper. To become famous. To become more important. To make money. To go to the ministry. They are using the Holy Spirit. Healing people. Doing things just for money. Not for passion for Jesus. And, and many people they are doing the same. Just using the Holy Spirit. In order for their own advancement. Instead of the advancement of the kingdom of God. Why are you using the Holy Spirit? Remember miracles. Signs, wonders. Are not given so we can start a ministry. They are given so we can win the lost. So we can see the mission of Jesus continue in this earth. This is the reason that we receive the Holy Spirit. To keep in this mission. And my beloved, Pentecost is not to make you more Pentecostal. Or you receive the Holy Spirit. Or Pentecost come to our life not to make us more Pentecostal. But to make us powerful enough to fulfill our purpose. And to win souls and to make disciples. Amen? Amen? Then it's to make disciples. Healing, miracles, everything we receive. The power of the Holy Spirit is in my life. It's to touch people. To make disciples. To win souls. This is the reason. That we are here. We are filled of the Holy Spirit. You are baptized in the Holy Spirit. Not to sit in church. But to walk in your calling. And to win your generation over to Jesus. Please, I'm going to say again. You were baptized in the Holy Spirit, not to sit in church. Ah, I am baptized in the Holy Spirit. Oh, I felt so good. Oh, I I spoke in tongues. Okay. But it's not just for that. Not just to sit in church, but to walk in your calling. And you have to walk in your calling. And to win your generation over to Jesus. You are called not to win, to win arguments, but to win souls. And some people, they want to win arguments. They are fighting with people. To win arguments. You have to win souls, the lost, to make disciples. To be witness to Jesus Christ. This is the reason you are saved. The Holy Spirit did not come to make you Pentecostal but to make us into missionaries. Amen? Say that to the person next to you, please. The Holy Spirit did not come to make you a Pentecostal. Make you a missionary. Amen? Okay, let's stand up. I am in the, I am in the middle of the world. But I, 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 I want to finish now and to prepare our hearts to give one answer to God. I, have, I had many things to speak. I was prepared to speak about this, the gift of tongues. Why did you, re, did you receive the gift of tongues? That is very important. I'm going to give you this teaching another day, okay? That is very important. Because you need to prepare this atmosphere. For the Holy Spirit to produce its fruit in your life. Amen? Could you close your eyes, please? Who is Jesus for you? Is Jesus your passion? My brothers, we need to repent from all our sins. Sometimes we are not witnesses. We are complainers. Some people, they are gospers. Talking about the other's life. My brothers, we need to repent. The Holy Spirit can bring you to a place that you can produce this fruit. Not to produce fruit here in church. In church, it's easy. In church, everybody loves God or not. In church the people they are here to worship God. But you should be a witness in your house, your home, your school. Does the people in your school know that you are Jesus' witness? My brothers, they are going to hell. And you are quiet. But if you really experience Jesus... If you really love Jesus, you cannot be quiet. You are going to be a testimony. You were baptized in the Holy Spirit not to become Pentecostal, but to become a missionary in your job. Are you speaking to others, teaching, making disciples in your job? Or are you there to make money? If you are there to make money, Jesus is not your passion. Sorry. Whatever you go, He he should be the number one in your life. Whatever you go, doesn't matter. If you are on the street, on the supermarket, in your job, in your school, in in the bank, post office, whatever you go. Are you Jesus' witness? And we need to say, have mercy on me. Please raise up your hands. And I want to finish praying for you. Father, I pray for all my brothers and sisters. I pray, Father. Holy Spirit, please move among us more and more. Holy Spirit, guide us in that place where we are going to have this intimacy with you, Jesus. And we are going to have the revelation about our Master, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, our beloved one. Father, I do pray for this revelation upon my brothers and sisters, Lord. But I pray, Lord, we are finishing today this series of messages about the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, when He lives inside of us, when we let them, when we give Him this environment, this ...warm atmosphere. He can produce many things in our lives. We are going to make disciples for you. Oh Lord, Father, I pray for those who are in church for a long time, Father. And they never had one disciple. They don't preach the word. They are not witness, Father. I pray, Lord. May your Holy Spirit can come and touch us. Make us not Pentecostal, not musicians... Not just preachers, but make us testimonies. Make us witnesses of Jesus Christ. Because you have said the Holy Spirit came upon you to give you power. Power, the power of the Holy Spirit. In order for you to be a witness and to make disciples. Father, forgive us. Because many people, Father... That we worked together with them. We lived with them. But Father. We didn't. Preach the gospel to them. And maybe they are going to hell. I pray Lord. Help us. To have this environment. For the Holy Spirit. In order to be. Missionaries. Wherever we go. And I bless all my brothers and sisters today. I bless all my brothers that are watching us online right now. I pray for their lives, Father. Make every one of them a witness and testimonies of your power. What they have heard. What they have listened. And what they have experienced, Father. And please give us this experience to know Jesus as our Lord. Our Savior. Please pray this prayer after me. And say this prayer. Jesus I believe you are the Son of God. Jesus I believe you are the Son of God. I believe that you died for me at the cross. And you paid my debts. And I believe that you were raised from death. And now I repent from all my sins. Please forgive all my sins. Forgive me because I have no relationship with the Holy Spirit. Forgive me because sometimes you are not my passion. Forgive me, Father. I want to prepare one environment for the Holy Spirit. In my life, in my room, in my quiet time. Not once a week, but every day. A constant temperature for the Holy Spirit. Father, I forgive those who disappointed me. Who has hurt me. I forgive them Father. Those who hurt me. I forgive them. And I receive forgiveness from you. Jesus come into my heart. And fill me with the Holy Spirit. In Jesus name. I am Jesus witness. I am Jesus' witness. In Jesus' name, amen. May the love of God, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the fellowship with the Holy Spirit be with you all forever and ever. And everybody say Amen. amen. Give him a big hand of praise and worship him. God bless you, love you all, see you next week, if you see someone that's not in church, please invite them, say, I miss it. you in church, come, okay, and we're going to have our next service today at 7, God bless you.